0: And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from... Huh, okay, interesting. It's from the Orgrimmar Chamber of Commerce. And they write... To the... Wow. To the weak and cowardly Hafil Report. My goodness. We, the honorable merchants and service providers of Orgrimmar, are writing to protest in the strongest possible terms the unfair and inaccurate report by the oh my, by the traitorous blood elf eliandor he described our magnificent city as noisy and dirty well yes yes he did the so-called noise is the sound of passionate industry of the horde that has raised our people from poverty the dirt is our blood sweat and tears that we mixed into the arid red soil of our adopted homeland of duratar to raise a magnificent city where once only wild and dishonorable quillboars roamed. Wow, that was that was quite moving. Therefore, be warned oh no, be warned that any further disrespect of our home by anyone allied with your <laughs> with your half-hill faction, we a faction now, will be met with swift and terrible retribution. The Orgramar Chamber of Commerce. Wow. P.S. <laughs> okay. Eleandor really hurt Shiri's feelings when he described the stitching on the vagabond's threads as crude. She designed that herself and intended it to be seen as charmingly homespun. Oh, that was a bit of a surprising P.S. there. Wow. Uh, quite the letter. And... Honestly, I sort of thought this might be coming after Eliandor's last report. I want to assure our fine listeners in Orgrimmar that Eleandor's opinions, which are many, are his own and don't reflect the opinions of the Halfhill report. But your warning is noted, and thanks for writing. But, you know, honestly, I would have preferred that your letter had been delivered by regular post and not by a flaming arrow through the window of the studio. I I kind of thought the show was past that kind of thing at this point. And now, on with the news. In world news, historical reenactors are all abuzz about a dangerous and, frankly, life-threatening new trend in their hobby. Known as hardcore, the most extreme enthusiasts venture out into the old world to earn rewards and honor for as long as they can until they die. I mean, permanently, dead, forever. No resurrection by a friendly druid or priest, no making deals after death with a spirit healer, just gone. Wow. I... Wow. I mean, talk about commitment. Well, good luck with that, I guess. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you know where you can find the best deals for farm, garden, or kitchen without risking your life? That's right, Half Hill Market. The fine vendors of Half Hill Market may be hardcore when it comes to bringing you good deals, but... They have an unbroken record with no loss of life. So feel safe in your shopping experience at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. That music can mean only one thing it's time for Jeanne's Huddle, with our very own sports reporter, Jeanne Ironchin. Brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Jan's in the field this week to cover the Kalimdor Cup, so take it away, Jan.
1: And Iron Chin here reporting this week from Thousand Needles to report on the final weekend of the Kalimdor Cup. This weekend wraps up this prestigious two-week event where the top dragon riders throughout Azeroth pit themselves against the clock to complete some of the most challenging courses in Kalimdor. Competitors are vying for valuable prizes in the honor of the coveted title of Calumdor Racer. I'm at the starting point for the Thousand Needle Thread, one of the first of three qualifying races that competitors have to complete in order to move on to the other 13 races in the circuit. This is a sprawling and challenging circuit course that starts at the western edge of the channel and winds its way southeast towards the shimmering deep and Fizzle and Posix Speed Barge. Since this course is so big, I've asked some friends to help with the coverage. Joining me here at the start and finish line is Eliandor. Rizhak will be covering things from the mid course location between Free Wind Post and Dark Cloud Pinnacle. And finally, Amen Wet Branch will be posted up at the turnaround point on the southeast end of the course. Eliandor, welcome, buddy, and thanks for joining me. Oh, I can barely contain my excitement. <laughs> okay, then. Let's check in with Rijak at mid-course. Rizhack, are you there?
0: Am I here? What kind of question is that? Where else would I be?
1: All right. Good, good to know you're hearing me. Tell us what kind of view you have of the course from where you are.
0: Oh, from where I am. You mean on top of a rock overlooking a rope bridge that's being patrolled by some pretty aggressive-looking grim totem torrents. And it's hot. You know, there's not a lick of shade on this darn thing. Couldn't you have gotten Tosh to get me a canopy or something? Maybe at least a stool to sit on?
1: Yeah, sorry about that, pal. I really wasn't in charge of any of that. And finally, Eamon Wetbranch. Eamon, you all sit down there, buddy? Ah, I'm not sure this radio is working. Eamon, Are, are you there? Can you hear me? Now, give it one more try. Amen!
0: Right, right, yes, I'm here, I'm here.
1: Oh, good, that was, that was there for a minute. How's your view of the course from where you are?
0: View of the course, right, right, uh, give me a minute. Where did I put those binoculars? Ah, right, here they are. Uh, I can see the course fine from right where I am.
1: Amen, I'm not sure what I'm hearing in the background there. Where, where exactly are you?
0: Well, I'm on Fizzle and Posit speed barge. But don't worry, I've got a fine view of the turnaround point. Hang on a second. How come Eamon's sitting all comfy on the speed barge while I'm perched on a rock?
1: Eh, Eamon, I, I thought we agreed you'd be right there at the turnaround point.
0: Well, yes, we did. But you know, it was awfully hot on that rock. Oh really, do tell.
1: Well this is off to a good start all right all right everyone just settle down and let's just make the best of this okay we don't have time to bicker about who's where because i think i see the first qualifier coming up who looks like she might be a blood elf priest what do you think eleandor that's right jan although she doesn't look familiar to me so i doubt she's from Silvermoon. but it looks like she might be a rookie racer as she's mounted on a very unadorned and plain renewed proto-drake. But she has coordinated her riding outfit quite nicely, her white robes trimmed in crimson standing out nicely against her mount's dark red scales. Wow, you've noticed all that about her clothes, huh? Well, of course. What else? Yeah, I guess you've got a point. Anyway, she's in the gate and the countdown is starting. Oh, dear, there's a bad stumble there at the start as she flapped a little hard and overflew the first gate, which is set pretty well below the starting point. Well, that's embarrassing. A certainly bad showing for a fellow blood elf. All right, well, we lose sight of the racers pretty quick from the starting point here, and frankly, the canopy we're sitting under cuts off the down course view a little. Rizak, let us know when you see her coming.
0: Are you telling me you guys are sitting under a canopy?
1: Well, uh... Yeah.
0: Sheesh, what a raw deal I got here.
1: Listen, I'll I'll make it up to you later. Do you see the racer coming?
0: Yeah, yeah, at least you gave me a pair of binoculars. Wow, looks like she's all over the course. I'm guessing she lost sight of the gates. Uh, Okay, she's circling around trying to get her bearings. Uh, Hang on, she's back on course and closing in on my location. She barely caught the gate closest to me and... Swerved real bad, but looks to be trying to make up for lost time by catching a few speed boosters. Wow, she's cooking with gas now. She should be closing in on you soon, Amen. Amen? Amen! No, no, this is Dwarven Mead. I definitely ordered Dwarven Stout. Amen? Are you ordering drinks?
1: Huh, well, this is going great. Amen, can you see the first racer coming towards you?
0: Oh, all right, sorry. Yes, I see her, and it's not looking good. She's lost speed and is dropping quickly. It looks like she's lost vigor. Oh dear, she's hit the water and her mount is flapping, trying to get out. Wait, wait, something's happening, and she's gone.
1: It looks like the timekeeper has returned her to the starting point. A rough start for our coverage, but it does highlight one of the rules of dragon racing failing to make progress in a timely manner or veering off course or missing checkpoint gates and it will return you to the start but that's enough of the penalties what about the rewards jan hey that's a great question there eleandor you know racers are racing against the clock to reach bronze silver or gold level which varies by course and has progressively higher payouts oh it looks like our next racer is coming up oh A very impressive looking human paladin mounted on a, uh, I believe that's a cliffside wilder drake. That's right, Jan. But honestly, I have to question this competitor's choice of mount and attire. The smaller wilder drake is a speedy and maneuverable mount, but is likely to be weighed down by the paladin's decision to wear full plate armor. Well, we'll find out in a minute. He's in the gate. The countdown is starting. And he's off. And it looks like a solid start, too. He got through the first gate quickly by using a surge command instead of the very tempting and showy whirling surge, which is best used for straightaways, unless you're an experienced racer. Uh, wow. What? That's nothing. I just really didn't expect that sort of detailed analysis from you. My dear boy, I do know more than just about fashion. Okay then, good to know. Let's throw it over to Rijak. Rijak?
0: Yeah, I see him. Wow, this guy is really moving, catching every boost. Uh oh, he better slow down. T- oh, that's gonna leave a mark.
1: What? What happened?
0: Ah, this poor Mook ran straight into a low rope bridge. Looks like he's okay though. He's keeping going, but you shall see the look that Drake is giving him. Amon, he's coming your way. Right, I've got him. He's coming in at quite the speed and banking fast through the turnaround. His armor sure looks the worst for wear, though. Rizak, be ready. You should see him again soon. Well, there's sure no quitting this guy. He's trying hard to make up for lost time. He's whipping his mount furiously, using Surge and whirling Surge like crazy. He was a blur coming through here. Should be at the finish soon.
1: Thanks, Rizhach. Eleandor. What do your elf eyes see? My elf eyes? You mean through these binoculars I'm using? Um... Yeah? (sighs) That's such a cliché saying, and honestly a little racist. Alright, he is coming in very fast. He looks quite determined to get a medal qualifying time, even with his trouble at the midpoint. The course finishes low across the water before the competitors have to make a final uphill run to the finish. Oh dear, he's losing a little momentum and appears he can't do any more surges. Well, he has crossed the finish line and is looking over at the timekeeper. Okay, looks like he qualified for bronze, but he's clearly disappointed. He's dismounting and, oh wow, he's thrown down his battered helmet and gloves and is stomping on them. His mount's just rolling her eyes and shaking her head. He's not behaving in a very sportsmanlike manner as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but you know I kinda know how he feels. When I was playing for the Mooshans one time, we lost a game to Ironforge on honestly a play I should have stopped and after the game I'd Excuse did the... me, Jean, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a fascinating anecdote, but our next racer is coming up. Oh, yeah, sorry. Now this is a very likely looking racer here. She is indeed Jan. This diminutive goblin is fully decked out in the Drake Racers riding ensemble. She's looking quite jaunty with her goggles and silk scarf, swaggering up to her mount and alighting easily on the back of a very sleek netherwing drake. Well, this is clearly an experienced racer, so we should see a great run. She's in the gate, the countdown is starting, and wow, she is off! A very smooth and practice-looking start. I'd expect at least a silver medal run here. act she should be coming your way quickly.
0: She sure is. What a smooth-looking run. Hitting every gate dead center and picking up every boost along the way. She's closing in fast and, oh, she's quite a looker, I might add. Well, she blew through my checkpoint like nobody's business. Boy, I, I should have put down some money on her.
1: Uh, I don't actually think there's gambling associated with this, Rizhack.
0: Seriously? Sheesh, what a waste. Eamon, she's heading your way fast, buddy. Are you sure you're out of snowplum brandy? Well, could you check again, please? Hi, ah, Eamon, seriously? Oh, sorry, sorry, right. Yes, I see the next racer coming. And, wow, she's just a green, tan, and blue streak as she's closing in. She's banking tight around the last stone pillar and I swear. She reached out a hand to slap it as she went by. Oh, now that's confidence, Boyle. She's straightening out and has put on a whirling burst as a flourish. Heading back your way, Rishak. Yeah, I got her coming back now. And she's only getting faster as she's closing in on my position. Whoa! <laughs> what,
1: what happened? What's so funny?
0: Oh, it's nothing. I, I... I think she smiled and winked at me.
1: No, oh, very nice.
0: Ain't it, though? She's heading your way, boys. Hey, after the race, get a name for me if you can.
1: Well, we'll do the best we can. She is coming in very fast and smooth through the final gates, and she has her hands raised in victory as she's clearing the finish line and looking over at the astonished look on the timekeeper, her celebration is very well deserved. I agree, that was clearly a gold medal run and maybe even a course record. I'll see if I can get her over here for an interview. Miss? Miss, would you have a minute? Oh, sorry. Mrs? C- could you spare a minute? What? Oh, you've got to get home to your kids. Sure, I understand. And congratulations. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry about that, Rizhack.
0: Eh, That's just my luck.
1: Well, that certainly was a great finish to our coverage of the Kalimdor Cup. I want to thank Eliandor, Rizhak, and Eamon for joining me. Guys, any final words?
0: Yeah, get me off this rock and over to the speed barge before Eamon drinks the place dry. Eamon? No, Eversong wine is not okay instead. Oh, just bring me another skin of stout.
1: Well, it's certainly been interesting. I can say that. It sure has, Eleandor. Well, that's it for me this week. This is Jan Ironchin, reminding everyone to keep your eye on the ball and your paws on the ground.
0: Thanks, Jan. And thank you, Eliandor, Rizak, and Eamon, for what was a very entertaining and interesting sports report. Shans Huddle is brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Sold everywhere, used by everyone. Well that's all we have time for this week, folks. And as always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you in two weeks, folks, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Halfhill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Hatfield Report, or drop us an email at Hatfield Report at yahoo.com.